Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Sports with the Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Amo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Good, man. How's it going? I'm doing all right. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, good to be on. Thank you, man. And uh, on today's show, you know, we're going we're gonna to give our thoughts about the Royal Rumble, um, talk about what's going on with the Knicks, this, uh, you know, major league baseball lockout, um, and also give our thoughts about the the series, uh, season four of uh, Cobra Kai. And uh, if you have, oh, no, don't not to mention uh, the uh, Super Bowl coming up next week. So if uh, you or anybody you know have anything you'd like to talk about, call us at five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three. Nine 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 three five two nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics some more. We love to hear from you. With that said, um, yeah, let's let's change it up. Normally, you know, we we save the word rumble and wrestling for the end of the show, but yeah, let's just uh, let's lead off with that. So, uh, Mac, what was your thoughts on uh, this uh, word rumble? It was a uh... It was a decent Royal Rumble. Um, wasn't great, but it was a decent. Uh, I thought uh, there was a few matches you know, that were entertaining to watch. Um, I thought the uh, Lesnar and the Lashley match. I thought that was a surprising ending. I mean, I I wanted Lashley to win, but the way he won it, I didn't agree with. But you know that that, that did end up being a uh, Okay, match. Um, what the matches were there? Um, uh, I guess the the female Royal Rumble itself was mm-hmm. was good. Um, the men's Royal Rumble ended up being predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, what the matches? I'm trying to think of. I'm, I'm now forgetting the matches that they were. Uh, yeah, there was Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns that let off the show. Yeah, that was another match that had a disappointing ending to it, mm-hmm. like the Lesnar uh, Lashley. But um, overall, I mean, it was a decent pay per view. I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, it was okay. So, mm-hmm. well, we'll go over the uh, each match here. Yep, and that's not something that's that's not a, a description you want to have for one of your your um, top four. Um, Main event uh, pay per view events. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, yeah. This is arguably what the the third most most important pay per view event of the year. Right. You know, leading off the year, you, of course, you got WrestleMania, um, SummerSlam, um, and then of course, you know, you got this and the Survivor Series as the the big four. And um, yeah, that was the problem. Like, it was typical WWE for the past couple of years. You know, you have matches that you know. Are, are interesting, but then you have this weird, uh, crazy ending that just sucks, sucks, you know, the whole uh, 
air out of the whole, you know, pay-per-view match balloon because it's like you get into the match, you have people saying, this is awesome, this is awesome, and they give you this this corny ending, and that's basically what what these these um, matches ha- have been. So yeah, let's let's uh, um, start with the sh- the um, Seth freaking Rollins uh, versus Roman Reigns. You know, Roman Reigns comes in first, even though he's the defending champion. And of course, the reason why they did that is because Seth Rollins um, wanted to surprise Roman Reigns by doing the the old school shield entrance that they used to do when you know when they when the the three of them along with uh Dean Ambrose now known as John Moxley in AEW you know came into the ring through the crowd and he and you know Seth was wearing the old school shield um you know um outfit that they they all wore to get in his head so yeah you know it was a good match Obviously, those those guys have, you know, aforementioned chemistry with e- with, with each other, um, and it was a good match all the way up until the the end where it had a horrible disqualification ending where basically Roman Reigns gets him, you know, purposely gets himself disqualified, and that basically ends the match. Yeah. Now, you know, we've talked about this, you know. For, for so many years, basically, a DQ is not necessarily a bad ending. However, WWE matches usually end in disqualification, so that's the problem. It's as a result, it's it's very predictable, you know. So, and and that's what ruined this match and so many countless other matches. With WWE, it's like you're watching an episode of Monday Night Raw. You know, you watch a, a match, and then it ends in a in a crappy ending. And then, you know, of course, Seth, you know, um, Seth Rollins wins by DQ. Seth, then Roman Reigns reenacts Seth's betrayal, you know, on the shield to end the shield um, when he hit him with the chair. Except he took it to the next level and he 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 hit. Um, Roman Reigns, uh, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins with the chair like twelve times or so, you know. Um, so yeah, that showed Roman Reigns snapped. So then, um, then afterwards you had um, the Women's Royal Rumble, which, you know, that that match, you know, was you know that that match exceeded expectation. You know, it was a you know it was a good Royal Rumble, and another thing that topped it off is like they literally had surprise um entrances you know entrance i mean obviously they ruined a lot of them like mickey james the the impact woman dress you know champion they ruined that surprise they they ruined summary's surprise um they yeah they ruined a lot of um female surprises but they did have some some um surprise entrance that you know that were really surprises like um ivory ivory popping up yep. you know in her um right to censor uh gimmick uh Melina. i was surprised by that i was surprised that she uh, she came out in that gimmick yeah i mean i to be honest with you i missed the, uh, you know i had like problems with, with my with the internet so i missed i missed the whole thing and then i, I ended up finding out that she popped up 
I was like, oh, you know, I completely missed the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I think by the time it worked, uh, Molly, uh, Mo- uh, Molly Holly came back as her superhero gimmick. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Mighty Molly. And, um, that was a great, um, but very short interaction she had with, um, uh, Nikki A.S.H., almost a superhero, um, <laughs> you know, because uh, as you all know, uh, Nikki A.S.H. is, you know, was a superhero, well, almost, quote-unquote, almost a superhero, but now she turned into a heel. But in her mind, she still thinks she's a hero. So she attacked Mighty Miley, you know, and uh, got her eliminated. She was a superhero. Um, yep. Then you had... um uh, I'm trying to remember Naomi's friend Cameron, part of the Funkadactyls. Yeah, uh, you know, sense. when they were Buddhist uh, Clay's valets uh, a decade ago, she popped up, but she got eliminated by Sonia Deville. You know, because of her rival, because of Deville's and uh, Naomi's never-ending rivalry. Um, she was uh, the casualty of that. She uh, and uh, Cameron got eliminated. Um, trying to think of another surprise entrance. Obviously, um Mickey James. Mickey yeah, I mentioned that one. Oh, Mickey James was there for like at least a half hour. She was she was in there. Yeah. You know, even though you know barring some barring something revolutionary by WWE, you know she wasn't gonna win it. 'Cause she's not she's not an employee of WWE. She's not only she's not an employee of the WWE, she's the impact women's or knockouts as they call them knockouts champion so there's there have been no way unless they were really knocking on the the forbidden door and mm-hmm. and allowing someone else who's not in their company when when their title which yeah. that's not gonna happen um no no surprise there she got eliminated um i thought the wwe dropped the ball and i mean they could have had some some even better comebacks Mm-hmm. For the female world, they could have had female wrestlers like Paige or mm-hmm. um, Bailey or Oscar, right. you know, mm-hmm. make their returns. You know, that would have got, got the audience hype with those returns. Mm-hmm. But no, we didn't see any of those female wrestlers come back. Very true. Trish didn't come back. Or Trish, yeah. Uh-huh. And I thought I thought for sure she was gonna pop up. Um, but of course the main, uh, return was the number 30th, um, arrival of my memory served me right. And of course that would be Ronda Rousey making her, um, long awaited a return. I think her first time in like two years, um, after she lost the, the triple threat match with, um, with, um, Charlotte and, um, Becky Lynch. And um, Rowdy Ronda Rossi. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, she um, she announced yesterday on Raw, rather on SmackDown, that she's going to um, she's going to deface Charlotte Flair. I called uh, it. Hmm. I called it. That's what I remember. I was telling you. I was like, mm-hmm. it would make better sense, more ratings. Yeah, they, 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 if she challenges Charlotte, then then uh, then uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, makes yep. sense. You're right. She does have history of both. I thought she was gonna be with uh I, I thought she was gonna be against uh Becky, but I guess she's gonna have to wait a little while longer to get her revenge on Becky. 
So, yeah, it's going to be a rematch between both of those uh, those ladies um, this upcoming WrestleMania. Um, and then, of course, Becky Lynch, the aforementioned Becky Lynch, she's, she defeated Dewdrop uh, to retain the title. Or doo-doo drop, as I like to call it. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah, you do call it that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nothing nothing really to say about that match, you know. Becky retained. Um, and then uh, Edge versus Edge and Beth Phoenix, uh, they defeat The Miz and Maurice. No surprise there. Yeah, yeah that was a good match. match. I thought Maurice uh, did a great job in that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was carried a, the Miz in that match. I repeat that. I think she carried Miz in that match. My opinion. Yeah. It's been a while she's been in the ring, but yeah. It, it was a good match. Yeah, a good match. I mean, you'll forget that Maris, you know, she was a female champion. In the yeah. Past. Act like she can't wrestle. Right. Yeah, I think she was a two-time uh, Divas champion. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I think they were definitely playing up that she was afraid of Beth Phoenix, you know, because of Beth Phoenix's size. But I'm, I'm pretty sure they must they they must have fought each other several times back in those back in those days. Yeah. Unless they're passing across, because I think Maurice was mostly on SmackDown. Maybe Beth was more more on Raw. So maybe maybe their their interactions were very limited. But I mean, obviously we know. They haven't fought each other in at least a decade or so. Right. I mean, I I can't remember any matches of them fighting each other prior to this, but, you know, um, I'm trying to think what other matches. And then, yeah, of course, you got, um, you know, to me, what should have been the main event, Bobby Lashley versus, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar. First time ever they're fighting against each other one on one. Obviously, first time those two fought each other was against was in day one, you know, on New Year's Day, in that five man uh, um, elimination match that they had. And then of course, you know, well, no, actually, actually, it wasn't an elimination match. It was um, it was just a, a fatal five way and. Brock Lesnar destroyed everybody except for Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley destroyed him multiple times in in the day one match. So, um, leading up to that, you know, this was the dream match. This is the match we've been, me and you have been talking about for years on this show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you know, it was just it was great to see both of those guys finally fight each other. You know, one on one. Um, you know, I mean, it was a it was a good match, but what taints it is, you know, Roman Reigns interfering, you know, in the end, and that you know, obviously attacking uh, Brock Lesnar, and uh, basically, you know, not giving Bobby Lashley, you know, a, a legitimate victory, you know, by himself, obviously. We all know Bobby Lashley is a heel, so you know, as a heel, you you do whatever you can to win. But it was like this match. I mean, it, it kind of transcends heels and babyface. You know, you'd want to see him even as a heel. You'd want to see him, you know, win it cleanly. 
you know. But, I mean, obviously you understand, you know, Brock, you know, Brock Lesnar is a baby face, and, of course, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar is the Brock Lesnar is the baby face and and Bobby Lashley is the heel. So obviously, you want Bobby Lashley to do some underhanded stuff in order for him to get the victory by any means necessary. But yeah, just it kind of I don't know tainted it a little bit. But I mean, obviously, I understood why they did it. But it just took away. I guess what what was really messed up about it, it took the focus away from. You know Bobby Lashley and uh, and Lesnar. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't want. I, I thought they should have had a better ending than that. It makes Bobby yeah. Lashley look weak. And yeah, exactly. For him to beat uh, Lesnar exactly. and, and that for him to win in that way. Yeah. I hope. Uh, I hope in this coming elimination chamber we can get Lashley to pin Lesnar cleanly without any mm-hmm. interference. Yeah. Exactly. That's that. That's. That's the number one thing. That's the that's the problem with it. Bobby Lashley looked weak, and it it kind of ruined the whole buildup of the match because uh, Brock Lesnar was basically saying he was you know he's a he's a Brock Lesnar copycat and all that stuff, and you know I think in that in this match you had to have Brock Lesnar beat him fair and square because. In this whole feud, Bobby Brock has never respected him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, had it been the way how I would have um, built it up was that basically, you know, Brock Lesnar respects him. Brock Lesnar wants to whoop his butt and see him as an equal, you know, that he wants to beat up, you know, to prove himself that he is the top the top dog. But it was like this whole feud kind of is kind of ruined because. Brock, Bobby Lashley is taking it seriously, and Brock Lesnar is not even viewing him as a he's viewing him as an afterthought. So coming into Monday Night Raw, this past Monday Night Raw, you would have thought Bobby Brock Lesnar would have okay been like, okay, you beat me fair and square, you know. Yeah, I didn't like the way how you did it, but you know, you're a tough competitor and stuff like that, but. You know, and then he could have said, you know, that, you know, your victory is tainted, you know, because you had help and stuff like that. But it was like, there was not, there was still like no respect. I mean, it was even a worse, you know, because Roman Reigns, the the focus, the focus was supposed to be on Brock Lesnar and, and Bobby Lashley. But now the focus is on this upcoming WrestleMania match between Brock and Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? So it's like, Within the match, the the Brock versus the Brock versus Bobby match is like a filler, like this elimination chamber match. It's like it's the thing that you you're you know that's just there to make you you know tread water. And then okay, now you guys have to care about the the um the these you know Roman and and Brock facing each other. So. Yeah, that's the main thing about it. it. Just took away the focus from it, and it made Bobby Lashley weak. Yes, yeah, I agree. I hope the, I hope we can get a, a, a better finish this upcoming pay per view between Lesnar and Lashley. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because now, because now they have now they, now now it's imperative for for Bobby 
to to maintain being strong because now had they would have saved this their, their matchup for WrestleMania instead of giving us Roman versus Brock again because I mean Lord knows they, those guys have faced each other so many times like yeah but now it's like because they did it they didn't do it right now it's like they're now it's like they're they're going into the well for the 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 Lashley Lesnar match. I mean, this match never happened now, but now it's like three matches in a row now, in a you know with different variations. So, right. in, in typical WWE f- fashion, you know, they're they're just gonna ruin this rivalry because the, these guys are are battling each other way too much now. Uh, you know what I mean? It's it's three times too many. They should have saved this match for for WrestleMania. You know, but I agree. I agree. Now we don't even know who Lashley's opponent is going to be in WrestleMania. Is it going to be Big E or Seth Rollins or yeah? Don't even know yet. Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm sure WWE doesn't even know. They don't because all they care all they care about is the Roman versus 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 uh um Brock match. That's it. The. the the Brock, the the Lesnar versus Lashley match was basically a advertisement, a billboard for the the Roman Reigns versus um, Lesnar match coming at WrestleMania. <laughs> they 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 basically interrupted that match to to let you know, hey, you gotta you this match doesn't matter to us. We only really care about the Roman Reigns versus Lesnar match that's gonna come up at. The upcoming WrestleMania, but um, yeah. Let me see what else. Uh, and then, yeah. Once, once, um, once the the Royal Rumble, the Men's Royal Rumble, was the last thing instead of um the Lesnar match. Um, I knew right then and there they were gonna make Brock Lesnar win the Royal Rumble. There was no, to me, there was no surprise, you know, and. The the men's Royal Rumble, I mean the women's the the women's Royal Rumble had a lot of surprises. Uh, this men's were not so much. I mean, yeah, Shane McMahon popped up, uh, but you know, in in controversial fashion, there's rumors that Shane McMahon, believe it or not, got fired by WWE. That's the that's the rumor that's going on. Like, apparently, he booked himself into the match, and. It, it just became, the, you know, the 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 you know this crazy situation that they they had in the um behind the scenes in the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, you had Kofi Kingston botching his his um his yearly um um acrobatic moves, and if you know if Kofi Kingston's messed up his moves, man, that just that just sums up how this. Uh, this men's Royal Rumble was kind of, was uh, pretty chaotic. Oh yeah, and not not in a good way. I mean, you had a bunch of mid carters in it, you know, that you 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 wouldn't take seriously as a as a um as a serious threat to to win the WWE title, and, and you know, by winning the Royal Rumble. I mean. I'm trying to remember the surprise entrances, and I can't even remember them. I don't think there is a, there was that there was Johnny 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 Knoxville. That's the only person that yeah Johnny Knoxville, Bad Bunny. 
Oh yeah, Bad Bunny. Yeah, I mean right there, right then and there, you had those you had those guys like at the end of the match. Yeah. You know, like that just shows you how weak the men's Royal Rumble is. Yeah. yeah, Bad Bunny is one of your 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 final what was the final four people? <laughs> Shane McMahon. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. It could have been much better. Anything would have me and you in the match would have been much better than what they had. <laughs> My goodness, what a joke! Yeah, and like I said, man, once I knew, once I knew Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar's match would lastly didn't end the show as it should have. I mean, that's that's what you that's what you that that's what we were gonna get Lesnar winning it, which proves which makes no sense. Because back in the days, if you're fighting a championship match, you should not be in you should not be in in the Royal Rumble. Because you essentially have two chances of winning the title, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what would have happened if he would have, if he would have won the Royal Rumble? He still would have competed. I mean, <laughs> Charlotte Flair competed, and she's the woman's, she's the SmackDown Women's Champion. Like, I mean, it, it just doesn't. It defies logic. It, it literally defies logic. Like, you knew. I mean, obviously we knew. I mean, come on. I mean, let's let's be real. We all know. It's you know predetermined, obviously, but for storyline purposes, you're not supposed to know, you know, that behind the scenes you're not supposed to wink, wink, know who's gonna win and lose that match. You know what right. I mean? It's supposed to be like, hey, you qualified, you go in there, you know, and it's just, it's just, it just sums up the this Royal Rumble. State of WWE right now. Yeah, it could it could have been much better than it was. Yeah, man, this thing was this thing was a circus more than than uh, Doink the Clown's entrance. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, they need to get it together. We're on the road to WrestleMania. This is this is the road to WrestleMania you, you're doing. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, Brock Lesnar doesn't even didn't even have to be in this this uh, Royal Rumble match, much less win it. Because I mean, he's Brock Lesnar. He's always he's a free a agent. With the Roman Reigns, yeah. He's always a he's always a free agent. Him winning the Royal Rumble again for the second time. If he never won the Royal Rumble before, I mean, I mean, the first time he did, I think, was two thousand and three. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I think they should have gave it to somebody who the winning this Royal Rumble would have been more meaningful, like Big E or some somebody to that effect, you know, a, a young guy or a veteran who, you know, who's who's been there, you know, forever. I mean, obviously Brock Lesnar has been there forever, you know, uh, you know, obviously with the the big hiatus in between, um, when he came back in what twenty twenty eleven, I think it was. Twenty? What was it? No, I think it was twenty twenty thirteen. Because I think he came back the day after um, the second. What was that the 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 the, the twice in a lifetime match with with Cena and The Rock when he attacked right. um John attacked Cena, Cena the, on Monday Night Raw the night after. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so from like what two thousand and two thousand and two thousand and four to two thousand and. 13, you know, he had that huge hiatus before he came back. And then, of course, you know, 
Bobby Lashley left the the company was in the company from what two thousand and five to two thousand and maybe two thousand and eleven or so, and then he came back up two thousand eighteen. So it was like the first time ever that both of those guys were in the company at the same exact time. And then of course when they both had their hiatus, they they both were doing MMA. Uh, I think Lashley was doing uh, Bellator and um. And uh, of course, you know Lesnar was doing UFC. So and then still, those guys still never, you know, fought each other until you know New Year's Day. So I mean, yeah, man, they they definitely they definitely dropped the ball. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens, you know, in the upcoming weeks with the um, you know, with the with this elimination chamber coming up. And, oh yeah, and another thing is they didn't even they didn't even announce the the um the Hall of Fame who's going to be in the Hall of Fame this year. Oh yeah, I would think that they got to do that in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, Ooh, but normally, yeah, but normally I think they usually do it like I think just before the Royal Rumble. Mm. And you know, I was thinking maybe they were going to do it this Monday, but you know, the Monday that just passed, but no such luck. So I mean, they they got to get on the ball maybe. Maybe they'll do it um, this Monday. Oh, and another thing I don't like that they've, that they've been doing recently, obviously they spoiled the Royal Rumble uh, women entrance. But, yeah, lately, you know, these past couple of years, they've been spoiling, you know, who's going to go into the Hall of Fame, you know, beforehand so they could get the buzz from the, me- the you know, the the media instead of, like, how they used to do it. Like, you had to watch the show to find out and then they get the buzz, you know. I don't know. The, how do you feel about that? But wait, repeat repeat the question. Oh, okay. You know how years ago when they announced the, who's gonna be the Hall of Fame, who's gonna enter the class? Uh huh. How they used to do it, like you know, every week, and then you you would find out who's the who's going into the Hall of Fame when you're watching the show. Right. But now they publicize who's going in hours before you know, before Raw happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm you understand what I mean? I'm not understanding. Okay. I mean, Let me explain. All right. Let's say, for example, um, The Rock's going into the Hall of Fame. Right. Back uh, years ago, you would watch the show, and you're like, I wonder who's going in. And then you watch the show, you see the, the, the montage, and you're like, oh, okay, The Rock's going into the Hall of Fame. Right. But uh, nowadays... Sure starting? Huh? As the show starting, you talking about, or during the show? During the show, you were years ago. You used to watch the show and then wonder who's going in, and then you watch the montage live, right. and everybody finds out at the same exact time. Right. Nowadays, it's like for the past couple of years, it's like they they tell the media, they tell ESPN, they tell sports, oh, okay. they tell everybody, okay. and then you know. And then before you watch it, it's released in the press know. before it's they air it. You're saying exactly. Okay. So which which style do you like better? Uh, I mean, I I like it. I like it the old way during the show. That's mm-hmm. when everyone found out to all together instead of right hearing it and then seeing it late announced announced later on Raw. So I would love to see it announced on Raw first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. It, to me, it made more sense. It's like they, it's like they, you know, 
they, you know, they, they're late to their own party. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, they don't even know they were having a party. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as a, as bro- broke earlier today by ESPN and Sports Illustrated, The Rock's going into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations. You know, it's like, you should, be a, you should be breaking your own news. Yeah. And then the next day, then all the other media can say, oh, you know, on Raw, you know, the Rock went into the Hall of Fame. You know, he got announced, and then you, and then you have that buzz that you that you that you wanted, and then it would lead up to next week. Yeah. But now it's like Raw is playing catch up because their show starts at eight, and then it ends at eight a.m. in the morning. You know the way how they these these storylines be going on. Because watching these shows, it's like even though it supposedly ends at eleven, it's like it just never ends. But yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you there. But yeah, man, let's yeah, let's um yeah, let's shift gears to um um the the Knicks, man, like you know, that the was Knicks a bad play. loss tonight. Oh yeah. Anytime you lose to the Lakers, um, it's a bad loss. The only the only way this loss could have been even worse. As if we we lost to them like in the the seventy two NBA Finals, which would that ain't gonna happen anytime soon. Which ironically is the fiftieth anniversary. Now that I think about it. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Seventy two. Yeah. Because yeah, and then of course we had our revenge and got our one in seventy three, which, as we all know, as Knicks fans, <laughs> is the last time we won a title. And uh, it ain't it ain't uh, it ain't changing anytime soon, man. Cause, man, th- just yeah, man. Last year we had that fool's gold thinking into um, yeah, man. The Knicks are you know they they you know they're they're calling they're calling their way out of respectability. You know we here we here now 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 Randall rumors saying that Randall wants to be gone. You know, Randall is saying that's uh, not true, but. Uh, who knows what's His going body on. language is, is saying it's, it's true. Well, he played good tonight. I mean, you know, he had uh, what? Uh, looks like he had. Let's see how many points. Played in a very good game tonight. I see thirty-six points. Actually, sorry, thirty-two points, sixteen rebounds, seven assists. So he had a very good game. Him and yeah. R.J. Barrett, they pretty much carried the Knicks tonight. Uh, Evan Fournier hit some big shots in the second half, but. Yeah, man, uh, they let the Lakers have their biggest comeback of the year. Mm-hmm. It's really like 15 in the first half. Had their yep. one of their best, their best scoring half, mm-hmm. you know, this year. And they end up blowing this game. I mean, RJ Barrett did tie the game in, in the fourth quarter to bring it to overtime, but in overtime they really can't do anything. They only scored four points. Yeah, man, it's... it's... It's it's ridiculous, man. Isn't isn't his Barrett's career high too? Thirty six, probably might be, might be. I don't think he ever had thirty nine. I don't think so. Yeah, I think thirty six is his career high. Yeah, might be. Um, but why yeah, Cam Reddish not playing? Still, I know, why? Man. Why do you get him if we're not gonna play him? I know. This one, this this this. This what I'm. This this what I'm saying. Like, 
I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. Like, it's a head scratcher, man. It's like apparently they're they're saying like you know he they gotta um trade all these guys away for him to have a shot to play. But it's like y'all should have y'all should have thought about this before you traded for him. Yeah. I I mean I'm sorry. Yeah, like you said, uh, Randall had a good game. You know, props props to him. You you know you can't you can't take that away from him. You know that he had he had a good game. You know he was motivated playing against his former team, and you know against Dallas he you know he gets motivated motivated against his uh you know his hometown team as well. Um, but other than that, like you know, so many games he you know he 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 disappears and you know turns the ball over. I mean, to me, man, I think it's time to you know cut our losses and and trade them. You know. Even you know if you know hope and you better hope hope it it addresses the um the the point guard situation we have you know whether it's DeAndre DeAndre Fox or as I as I mentioned in the past to you which is I know a crazy would be a crazy move and that would be even even getting a Russell Russellbrook even though obviously he's not going to change our, our our chances of you know winning a title. But at least you have a guy who you know who who's talented, and you could use him as a, a trade chip because he's more he would be more tradable. Even though he's he's having a you know by his standards a, a bad year, you know, at least you would get somebody back who's more who who you could who could be even at his worst would would give you a better trade value than Randall would. You know, yeah. I know you disagree with me. But that's that's how I, that's how I, that's what I think because well, if you don't do a trade for to address your point guard situation, you're just going to be doing a typical trade that the Knicks have been doing for the past um, twenty years. You know, of basically training a guy who has talent, you know, who's underachieving, and then you get back like guy overpaid players who you know who'll never be superstar players. You know, because Knicks, Knicks don't don't get anybody through free agency. You only overpay for mediocre or, or decent players who will never be superstars, but pay them superstar money because we can't we can't attract superstars to come here. You know, if you're gonna but try to trade them, I would wait until after the season. I wouldn't do it in the season. Um, and you know who are you gonna trade him for? Also, like you know, if you're gonna trade for something, you're gonna to have to get back. You better get back a lot for him. That's my point. Or a superstar player. That's my point. You know, so don't try to trade for like bum ass players with expiring contracts or draft picks. You gotta get another. You gotta get a superstar back. At That's least. my point. That's I'm hearing exactly. Aaron Fox, which I wouldn't mind. You know, having a guard added, but then again. If you trade him for Aaron Fox, then you're gonna have to address that forward position. Who's gonna replace him in that forward position? You'll put Toppin. Bring up Toppin. Put Toppin in there. Yeah, you know? well, you know, is Toppin gonna be? The thing is, Toppin uh, still needs to improve on his game. You know, there's yeah, but, some areas he still needs to improve. So. I agree, but this it's not be a quick the, fix. It would be to me. It would be that would be the you know his his baptism on the fire. You know because it's like, okay, Randall is gone. 
you know, here's your shot to prove yourself. You know, get here's your opportunity. No pressure. We're not going to make it to the playoffs anyway. You know, <laughs> by some miracle, if we make it to the play-in, I mean, you, you're, you're playing with house money because we ain't going to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, you know, getting rid of Randall, and if you get and, – and if you trade him only – listen to me. You trade him only if you get back a, a point guard who improves who improves our, our, our point guard position. Like uh, you know, um you know, um DeAndre, DeAndre, um DeAndre Fox, I forgot how you pronounce his his first name. You know, or or like I said, even even Russell, because we're we're desperate for a point guard situation. Because before Derek Rose, I mean, obviously he was a good point guard when he started, but he was injury prone. But prior to that, the last time we had a point guard, like a real point guard, was Jason Kidd for that one year when we made it to the playoffs, you know. So they yeah, need right. they need a point guard. They ain't getting Halliburton. They ain't getting any any other, um, you know, talented, you know, star point guard like that, you know, that, you know, especially a young guy. Or even a veteran guy. You're not getting Lillard. Lillard's gonna most likely get traded to the to the to the Lakers, probably for Westbrook. You know, eventually. So I mean, you gotta be creative, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta improve this point guard situation. You know, and I would say, if you can't get Fox, man, worst case scenario, get Westbrook. You know, that's a triple double yeah, triple no, I would double not deal. Do that. That, that's triple gonna double be a mess. dude. That's gonna be a mess. Trust triple me, you, know, you do not want that issue here in New York. He's, What's going on now nothing. on this team? We're not gonna win nothing. We're not gonna win nothing with him. We're not gonna win nothing without him. But at least the point guard situation would be at least addressed. And the worst case scenario, if you're still having all these crazy drama, yeah, stuff, but but he's here, not your typical point guard him. though. Trade Westbrook him. is not trade your him. typical point guard. That's the thing. You'll, you'll get more back for him than you'd get back for Randall. Yeah, I don't know. I'm that, telling you, you he's he would be more he would get more back for him trading him than trading Randall. Yeah, that that's that's gonna be questionable if that that if that does happen. Got you got to be realistic here, you know. You get Westbrook, okay. it's gonna mess. It's it's gonna not only is gonna eat into some of these other guys' minutes. You know, we also don't forget we we're right now we have a lot of guards in this team. We have Grimes, we have. Uh, Burks, mm-hmm. you know, we yeah, have Fournier. What are we going to do with all these guys? Walker? Burks would, be, Burks would definitely be traded in the, it would be, it would be in the trade. And maybe even Grimes, because a lot of teams like Grimes. I want to keep Grimes, but Grimes might be, Grimes might be involved in any trade, trade that they're going to do. You know what I mean? Fournier, Walker are most likely going to be in, in any of the trades Knicks are going to be involved That's, with. You, you think it's easy for them to trade Walker and the contract of Fournier? If, Randall, if Randall's involved and you take back a, uh, you know, a big contract as well. I don't know, man. That, this, that's going to be tough. It'll be very tough. We'll see. You know, we'll see if they're able to do it. Well, we'll find out in a few days. I, February if, 10th. if I'm an owner, I wouldn't touch those contracts at all. I wouldn't either. But remember, we're the Knicks. We're the one. We're the ones that make these moves. We over. We over sign. We sign. You know, players. You know. Yeah, you know, we're the ones that make it, and now we have to deal with it. No, yeah, that, that's the usual. thing. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, I again, I I don't, you know, perfect world. I don't have a problem with Kimbo Walker being on the team, but the problem is he's injury prone. You know, I want in a perfect world, I'd love him to stay, but you know, we he's injury prone. We can't do. There's nothing we could do with him. So, I mean, if it if it improves the situation, free up some salary. You know. Hey, if it, if it, you you package Fournier and Randall in it, you know, hey, I mean, clear up the cap space because at least, I mean, at least that that's the only positive thing that the Knicks could do. Because there's no there's no point of us having this huge salary. We don't have no flexibility whatsoever. You know, what I mean, the only time a, a good player wants to come to the Knicks is if he's he's getting drafted. As a rookie, other than that, once a person's established in the league, they don't want to come here. Yeah. Well, there's drama. Name one one legit star player that want to come here. It's always the it's always the young guys on draft night to be like, you know, it'd be my dream, you know, playing the garden, you know, what I'm saying, you know, shoot, you know, shooting the garden, play, you know, all this stuff. And then when they when they're in the league, they don't care. They don't want to come to the Knicks no more. Like it, that's just how it is. It's been like this for the past twenty years. It ain't changing. I've I've, I've seen the, I've I heard the song remixed for the past twenty years, and it gets worse and worse. You know, so they just got they 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 got clean house. They got clean house. Bing Bong is dead. Now we got to worry about the ping pong. That's it. <laughs> That's all we got to worry about. And and develop these young guys. Keep Barrett. That let me say that again. Keep R.J. Barrett. Do not trade this guy for a quick fix of a guy who you who's a who's a decent player at best and uh, change of scenery. You know it's gonna make him do better. You know what I mean? Like R.J. Barrett cannot be traded. R.J. Barrett has to be a dude like your boy Jeter or David Wright and stay his entire career as 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 a Nick. You cannot trade this guy because once you trade this guy, watch. Watch this guy flourish. This guy's gonna be with the Knicks right now. He he could he could potentially develop into a star. You know what I'm saying? But if you trade him one, he's gonna be a superstar instantly because he's gonna he's gonna be in a better situation. Yeah, probably. And today, you know that that proved it, man. He scored 36 points. Um, yeah, man, this guy was 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 an NBA jam mode you know, on the three-point line, you know what I mean? But the Knicks, typical Knicks, they just, you know, they let that lead slip away. They let 15-point lead slip away. And then they, you know, they 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 forced overtime. And, of course, in typical Knicks fashion, they, they, they you know, they lost the game. And we didn't even talk about LeBron James, man. You know, he recorded his 103rd triple-double, 29 points. 13 rebounds, 10 assists, um, typical game of LeBron James against the Knicks, except he didn't score 30 on us. That's it. That's it. That's the only shocking thing about it. And then you had Anthony Davis. Um, you know, he had a double-double, 28 and 17, blocked four shots. And, you know, that's it, man. And, and again, props to Barrett. You know, he had he had a career-high. 
36 points he showed up at, at the, you know, at the Lakers and, you know, and did his thing. But unfortunately, um, typical Knicks, we got the loss, you know. Yeah, that's all she wrote. Yeah, the team's just going to have to, I mean, technically, you know, they still have a chance to turn it around, but. And get knocked out. Yeah. And then we're going to lose even worse, worse than we did against the Hawks. Man, nah. If we make the playoffs, it better be with 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 this roster just destroyed and have the young guys play, because those those young guys are hungry. Especially the second unit, man. When you when you let those guys roll, those those guys usually, um, you know, keep us in the game. If we're if we're trailing. Because of the 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 starters usually usual typical in you know in um ineffectiveness that they have, they 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 make us bounce back you know, but um yeah Emmanuel quickly that's another guard when Derrick Rose does come back if he comes back this year, Knicks are gonna be flooded with a lot of guards. I mean this idea yeah. that we don't have guards we we have a lot we have more guards than any other position right now on well, that yeah. bench. So no, this, that's going to be a big problem. Other than, uh, of course, um, Rose and uh, and Walker, but those guys are injury prone. But we don't have any, we don't have any healthy guards that have experience. That's know? a big problem. I think we, you know we need to address like uh, some bigger guys. I mean, yeah. I'd be more open to getting like a guy like Ben Simmons. You know? Yeah, me and, too. I, I agree. That would I, actually make more sense than Russell Westbrook. I, I yeah, I would I would um uh, I would definitely um take a shot at, at Ben Simmons if it would definitely, you know, clear up this this cap space and take a chance on a on a talented guy, you know. Yeah, I would definitely I would definitely I would definitely be open to that if if we get rid of these, you know, horrible contracts that we we're, we're saddled with, you know, probably for the next 3 years or so. So yeah, I I would definitely be open to that. But then there's rumors Ben Simmons might get traded to the Nets, maybe for Harden or 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 Kyrie Irving. You know the rumors are going out. So yeah, and that you know switching gears with that man, the um yeah the the Nets man they recently lost like like six in a row at least seven or well, seven I stand corrected. Yeah man, it's not you know. Without the big three, it's a it's a different team team, you know, because um it, it's like it's like Saved by the Bell that last season, you know one you know one episode it's you know it's it's uh Kelly, you know Kelly and Lisa. The next episode it's uh oh well, Kelly Lisa and um Jesse, and then the next episode it's it's just Lisa and, and Tori, or even Ducktales. You know you had um. Gizmo Duck and um and uh Bubba, the 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 cave the cave duck switching episodes too, flip flopping episodes too. Like you don't know what you get, you know. But you you need all the cast together at the same time. That's how the big three works. You know, if you have two of the two of the three, then you're just a, you're just like any other team, you know, with two superstars, you know, other than the Knicks obviously. You know that that's not special, but when you have these three, three, three of the best scorers of all time, you know, sharing the ball and scoring, 
that that puts you on an elite level. And the 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 the, the Nets haven't barely had that. The only time they've had it was in a handful of games on the road because obviously Kyrie Irving's stance on, you know, getting the vaccine and, you know, him being banned from, you know, near, you know, arenas in, you know, New York uh, from playing. So, yeah, that's basically it. And there's rumors that Harden wants out of Brooklyn. And I think now there's new reports saying that he, he 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 wants to stay. So, I mean, yeah, I you know it's a it's a chaotic mess. KD injured. You got uh, Kyrie can only play role games, and now this uh, situation with Harden probably being traded. Yeah, that's a that's a messy situation right right now with the Nets. Yeah, it is. Which situation do you think is crazier, the the Knicks or the Nets? Oh, I I I would say, well, I mean, I would say, I would say with the Nets because the Nets, mm-hmm. I mean, you have a big three that's supposed to be playing together and supposed to be a championship contender, and yet you can't have all three of them play together at one time. I mean, that's. Yeah, that that's worse than the Knicks situation because the Knicks are not expected to win a championship. Mm. The Nets are. So they right now they're underperforming right now because you can't have they're not having all three guys play together at once. So exactly. I'd say their situation is uh worse off than the Knicks. Mhm. With the Knicks it's just it's just old hat. You know, it's just the same old, same old, you know. Last year was four goals. You know, you know what you're having with the Knicks. Unfortunately, this is all too familiar. If you know you've been a Knicks fan since you know 2001, it's this is this is the new normal for the Knicks. You know, um, for the Nets, on the other hand, they're on you know um, uncharted territory. You know, this is this is the Nets' first. The Nets are trying to win that elusive championship, their first NBA title in history. You know, they've won. You know, they've won it in the ABA, but they haven't won it in the NBA yet. And, you know, they, you know, they basically, you know, mortgage the future that they had a few years ago, you know, that they, you know, to, to ensure that they, they had the big three, to get Harden in there to, to, to form the big three. So once they did that and, you know, mess up the chemistry that they had with their, their, um, you know, their um, supporting cast when it was just the big two, you know, they were all in, you know, there's, it sped up their process of gelling as a team, you know, Kyrie and um, KD and then the the surrounding cast they had with Dimwitty and all the, and all the other people that they traded away to, you know, to, to, to take it to the next level. Yeah, now there's no there is no um, room for error, you know, and then with all these the the unforeseenable stuff going on with the pandemic and you know obviously Kyrie Kyrie can't play all the games, you know it's just uh it just makes it uh, an uh, unprecedented situation not only for the Nets for an NBA team a, a potential NBA. Uh, contending team, 
you know, it's just, yeah, it would be a miraculous if the Nets could get it together and and, and win this win a title because yeah. <laughs> the only way for them to play the to for them to win on on the court, well, all three of them would be if Game Seven is going to be on the road. <laughs> you know, that's that's it's just a a weird strategy like to strategize about it like. You know, you know for uh, firsthand that one of your star players is not going to play. You know, there's there's not going to be a Willis Reed moment. You know, of Kyrie Irving, you know, getting onto onto the court, game seven. You know, at the Barclays Center. What what do you? Oh my goodness, that's Kyrie Irving coming onto the court. He apparently must have got two of his his vaccine shots <laughs> without <laughs> us knowing, and he thought they're coming onto the court. <laughs> That's the only way they're gonna have like a serene moment, and then he knocks down the first two shots and lead them to the title. I mean, that's like that's the only way they could have a, a miraculous, um, you know, way of all three of them going on playing on the court in the Barclays Center, and you know that's not gonna happen, you know. So I mean, yeah. just a crazy situation in in sports, man. Especially in New York, and um, yeah, um, shifting gears. I mean, I guess before we get into baseball, which I plan to, but yeah, let's let's, let's talk about the NFL. Um, you know, of course, Tom Brady, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. You know, he finally hanged it up. You know, um, played what twenty-two years in the league. Majority of that, you know, what, 20 years with the Patriots, won six titles, then went to the um, the um, the Buccaneers, won the title last year, and then, of course, uh, got knocked out uh, of the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, it's the end of an era, you know. As a Jet fan, you know, hey, you know, good riddance, but I mean, as an NFL fan, you know, this guy has brought a lot of joy to, 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 you know, New England. And then for these last two years with, uh, with, uh, you know, Tampa Bay and yeah, man, you just, you just can't bet against Tom Brady, man. And, uh, finally his, his, uh, his luck or, or his, you know, father time finally caught up. You know, he had, you know, he got to, you know, spend time with his family. Um, uh, an incredible career. Uh, yeah. I mean, what do you, what's your thoughts? Yeah, the, you know, greatest quarterback of all time, seven championship rings, so many Super Bowl appearances, you know, a great one with New England and won that championship last year with Tampa. Yeah, he's had a great career. And, you know, I thought he'd probably, uh, you know, I thought that when, it's, when uh, the Buccaneers got eliminated, I thought he'd come back next year. He'd try to play one more season. But, you know, it's understand, understandable that he wants to spend more time with his family. And, uh, yeah, man, he leaves behind a great legacy and definitely one of the greatest, if not the greatest, player of all time. And you Jets fans keep making excuses, saying, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that you you forget that he wasn't in the AFC for the last two years. So 
Right. Seeing Sayonara or Good Riddance, I mean, he didn't play in the division the last couple of years. So you guys should have won something at least, you know, climbed up the standings a bit. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> he didn't prevent you guys from winning. He didn't even play in the AFC East the past two years. So don't be so sour. I mean, well, I mean, of course, that's, that's obvious. But, you know, that ghost is still haunting Gillette Stadium, you know, and, you know, it's it's there. You know, Mac Jones might be the quarterback, but, you know, of course, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, he's he's the Wizard of Oz over there. He's, you know, using smoking mirrors, you know, saying, hey, wait wait a minute. I thought Brady left. How did he still win in, in New England over there, you know? So, yeah, Brady, man, you know, I mean, Belichick, man, he's, he's still got, you know, he's still got a winning organization over there. Yeah, so you should be blaming Belichick, not Brady. I, we don't blame Belichick because Belichick is a two-time for Jets head coach, and he never even coached the game. Right. And, and apparently he, you know, he um he just faxed, faxed his resignation for good, and then you know took his talent to um, you know to um, New England. You know, I guess you know he you know he must be a huge Pat Riley fan because um, you know Pat Riley, you know he he basically he's the man who who convinced LeBron James to take his talents to South Beach when he did the same thing like a, what, a, a decade, or, decade or so earlier? So, yeah. yeah. Don't you know all these these legendary coaches, you know, screw with my team, and, I'll, and my team end up still in these championship list droughts, you know? Yep. But it is what it is, man. But, yeah, the Super Bowl coming up, man. You got the um, you got the Bengals in there and um, and the Rams. So um, what, what, who you think's gonna make it? Who's gonna I'm win gonna, it all? I'm I'm not gonna reveal my pick until next week, so I'm gonna hold off. You know, I'm gonna give it a bit, a little bit thought, so much thought. So I will reveal my Super Bowl picks next week on who's gonna uh-huh. win that game, but. It's going to be a great game, I feel, between the Bengals and the Rams. You know, Bengals, they're the underdog, obviously. Mm-hmm. Rams, they, they're stacked. You know, they're supposed to win it, but I, I don't know. They give it some thought, and I'll, I will I will uh, let you know who I think will win in the Super right. Bowl next week. So I shall do the same. So to be continued with that, you know, we'll uh, we'll give our thoughts next week. And uh, yeah, let's uh, dive into to baseball. You know, there, there's rumors that the Yankees are, you know, are gonna pursue um, Freddie Freeman. You know, once this lockout is is up, and yeah, another thing about this lock this um, lockout, uh, it's getting even uglier because MLB, you know, suggested that they were gonna have a mediator, but uh, the players are calling the owners bluff, saying that if they really wanted to have a mediator, then they wouldn't have had, you know, them not talking to each other for 43 days, you know, until until the, up until this point where they're, you know, they were finally talking to each other for the, you know, this week. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a real ugly situation, man. And the people who are really suffering is the is the fans, man. They can't. They're not getting any of the the the, the piece of the pie, 
And, you know, Lord knows, literally only God knows when, when we're going to have a season. Because it's one thing for sure, certain. We're missing some games here. We're missing, we're definitely going to miss some games here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this doesn't look like it's resolved anytime soon. So, mm-hmm. might have a late start to the season. And uh, going back to the Yankees probably pursuing uh, Freddie Freeman, I think that would be a good move. Even though right now they have Voight still on the team. Mm-hmm. So, what are they going to do with Voight? Are they going to try to trade him or move him to the outfield? Like, I don't know what's gonna, what they're what the Yankees are thinking, but if we can find a way to fit Freeman on the team while Boy is still here, I think that'll be great. But I don't see that happening, so I think they'll they're gonna try to trade Voight if they do end up going after Freddie Freeman. Uh yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think Freddie Freeman is is coming back. Not only not only because they're the defending world champions, which I'm surprised I didn't throw up just, you know, mentioning that. But, yeah, you know, not only because they, they you know, they just won it all. Um, you know, he's a hometown, you know, boy. You know, he, you know, he, he, you know, he won the title for his hometown team. Yeah, I think, I think that's, I think he's going to remain his career with the, with the, the Braves. But if he does leave the Braves, Yankees is the only team I could, I, for me, I, that I could see him leaving, you know, for. But yeah, I think, I think he stays in, in, uh, in, um, you know, in, in Atlanta. We shall see. Um, yeah, Serger was uh, basically, you know, because he's one of the player reps. Um, might even he might even be the lead one if I'm not mistaken, and um, you know he was basically um, criticizing um, the, the state of the this lockout, you know, with the you know the owners, um, you know, tanking tanking games, you know, they they want they want there to be more parity in the league, you know, and also to do away with the um, the player compensation. Uh, because that that really uh, messed up the um, free agency this year. Uh, because there's a lot of good players who are still out, who still haven't been signed before the December second uh, uh, start of the lockout. So they want to do away with the player compensation, and uh, you know they don't want you know the you know the players you know not to get called up. At a certain time, because that's 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 exactly what was going to happen to Pete, Pete Alonso in in 2019. They were thinking about calling him up a month into the season because it would give them an extra year of um, um, arbitration before he gets into the um, you know before you become a free agent. But fortunately for us, you know, as Mets fans, he started he started the the whole year and was able to set a Met record, an impossible Met record of not only hitting 50 home runs, but actually, you know, leading the league in home runs and then doing it as a rookie. I mean, it, it's, it was, uh, you know, uh, an incredible single season 
power um, performance by Ahmed. Like you would have thought something like that would have happened with with a with a veteran, you know, like Piazza or, or somebody, a Delgado or, or or Beltran or somebody of that, or even Strawberry, you know, during you know the his heyday in the eighties, you know. But yeah, up until twenty nineteen, it was it seemed impossible that a Met, a homegrown Met, in his rookie year would do something like that. So yeah, if the the you know if the Mets would have stuck with their plan. I mean, Pete would have had a great year, but it wouldn't have been this magical year that he had um, in his in his rookie season. So, um, yeah, man, they did. They, you know, both sides they have to they have to find common ground because the fans are the ones that, that's really affected by it. You know, obviously, yes, you know, the bottom line is going to be affected. But you know, the players want to get, the owners want to make as much of of a profit as they they want to make you know but they got to find some common ground i mean common ground is most likely they're gonna, they're going to want you universal dh um but they are just worlds planets galaxies apart you know when it comes to to finding common ground to end this lockout as soon as possible uh, hopefully there's a resolution. We we shall see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, a- anything else you'd like to talk about before we head out? Uh, no, nothing else that I can think of. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming, Mac. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for um hanging out with us this Saturday evening slash early, very early Sunday morning with us. And we'll we'll be back next week, give you our predictions for the Super Bowl and um, talk about anything that's going on in the, the world of sports and entertainment. Oh, wait, one more thing I forgot. Um, uh, the Cobra Kai, season four. Uh, what's your thoughts on the season, Mac? And yes, there will be spoilers, folks. So if you haven't seen it, um, right now would be the best time for you to check this episode. Um, but with that, again, there are spoilers, so you've been warned. So, Mac, I'll let you start first. What's your What's your thoughts on season four of Cobra Kai? Don't pull any punches, and feel free to sweep the leg and get right into it. All right, well, it was just another great season of Cobra Kai. Um, you know, Terry Silver, you know, uh, taking over the role as the main antagonist in this season. Uh, him betraying Crease at the end, which I kind of saw coming. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Terry Silver's character, you know, uh, the development throughout this season was, was great. And just seeing him betray Crease like that, I mean, that was, I, I wouldn't say shocking, but it was, uh, you know, it, it was something that, you know, we never would have expected since, you know, these guys, you know, go back all the way to the, when they were army together. Mm-hmm. So, so seeing that was, a, may have been a bit of a surprise to everyone, but, you know, I thought his character was great in the season and I'm looking forward to see what happens next season. Maybe if he brings a, What's his name from um, Mike Barnes? 
Mike Barnes next year and in, 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 in next season. So that'd be great. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, this season was probably the best season that I've seen so far. And you know, all the other previous seasons were great, but this one was even better. You know, with uh, with Terry Silva, with the different uh, rivalries going on. You know, uh, feel like the uh, they they focus a lot more on the female rivalry between um, Daniel's son, Victoria and Sam, you know, and having now a female division in the karate tournament. I thought that was great. Uh, you had like Hawk redeem himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he went from being a heel in the previous, uh, in the previous two seasons to becoming like a hero now, you know, after winning the, the, the yeah, boys tournament, you know. So you know, it was a it was a lot of different storylines throughout this season. You know, rivalries, redemption stories. Uh, they have some disappointments with uh, um, what's the uh, Mexican kid who was the champion? Oh, Miguel. Before? Miguel. You know, he ended up injuring himself again, but it's another storyline where you know, at the end there, he goes to find his father. So, yeah, it, it's a, uh, you know, it just kept you on your feet, you know, and it, it's a, it was another great season, man. I, I, I'm waiting for season five to come out. You know, I wish they could have just did it back to back, you know, instead of us having to wait another year, you know, for another mm-hmm. season. But I can't wait to see what happens next year. You know, I, I want to see uh, Mike Barnes. I want to see. Uh, Female Karate Kid, you know. Um, You're talking but, about uh, Julie Julie Pierce, the um, Julie Pierce, the, yeah. Um, Hillary Swank character from the Hillary Swank character, yeah. And the next mm-hmm. Karate Kid, I want to see if she makes an appearance, maybe to you know teach the girls a little move uh, a move or two, and also I want to see um, um, Daniel team up with um, what's his face? Uh, I'm forgetting his Daniel. name now. No, not Johnny. Saito. Saito. Uh, to... No, no, no. I mean, Choi-san. Choi-san. Choi-san, yeah. There you go. Saito yeah, yeah. Is his, was his uncle. Right, right. So I want to see them, how how they're going to team up against Terry Silver and whoever he he uh, recruits to partner with him. So it's going to be exciting, man. It's going to be exciting. But this season was definitely a five-star season again and the best one yet. Yeah, man. I mean... You know, like I like I've been saying every year, like this one you think they can't they can't uh, imp- you know o- you know go over the top they can't improve they always find a way. So man, I, like I co-sign everything you said, man, to the point that I have to sue you because you just literally took everything I was gonna say in my mind and you just <laughs> put it out there. So yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And another thing is. Uh, Everything you said is I agree with a hundred percent. Another thing is, uh, we might even have an unlikely, unlikely alliance between not only Daniel, Johnny, and Saito, but even John Kreese. You know, teaming up because Cobra Kai, his his baby, you know, got stolen from him from his longtime friend, um, uh, Terry Silver. You know because. You know, Terry Silver got the itch to come back to Cobra Kai, get her revenge from uh, uh, Karate Kid 3, 
you know, got the victory. So we basically, we basically, now we're basically living in the world of what would have happened if Terry Silvers and John, John, uh, Kreese would have won the, the tournament in, uh, you know, Karate Kid 3, uh, 30 years ago, you know, now we're seeing, now we're seeing what would have happened, but now it's set in the modern day era. And of course you, you, you saw, um, it's kind of, it kind of mirrors what happened, um, in, in Cobra Kai season one and two, you know, John Kreese, I mean, Johnny Lawrence finally got his revenge, uh, you know, uh, of seeing, Miguel win the title, Cobra Kai, you know, Johnny finally beat Daniel vicariously through Miguel, you know, and then at the very season one finale, John Kreese comes in out of the shadow and, and, and eventually usurps him, his former protege uh, uh, for the leadership role. So then, Kreese, so, um, um, Lawrence didn't even get a chance to enjoy the fruits of his labor because his son, um, Robbie Keane, was the you know the recipient of of Miguel beating him at the finals. So he can he had a bitter bittersweet um, situation with him getting his revenge on Daniel because he he essentially lost his son even further down the rabbit hole and. You know, Robbie became the Anakin of the Cobra Kai, which they reference in the season. Uh, Dimitri referenced in that that season. Oh yeah, it was also good to see um, um, Aisha return, which I felt yeah. they should have made her join the um, the Eagle Fang. You know, in that episode when they were looking for girls, you know. But I mean, the silver lining is it's good that she had her. Um, you know, she had her um, follow-up. Um, I, I can't even think of the word trying to say, but, yeah, it was good to see her come back. Um, but, I mean, come on, man. They they should have they should have made her come back, you know, for the rest of the season. Uh, Join Eagle Fang. Um, and, and she just moved away from, like, one part of California to the next one. It's not like she couldn't drive back to the, to the school or something like that. It was like... You know what I mean? She it wasn't like she was in New York or or Chicago or, you know what I mean? Like she was still in in California. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I mean, yeah. I think that was the only negative thing about that the season, but uh, it was it was flawless. The yeah. other than that, it was just completely flawless. The, the storylines, um, you know, seeing Terry Silver just, you know, he was in Godfather Three mode, you know. He was in he was in Karate Kid three, but he he went into Godfather three mode just when he thought you know you know he was out. They, you know, uh, John Kreese just pulls him back in to into the uh, Cobra Kai you know lifestyle and the tournament you know and it, and it and definitely exemplified that Cobra Kai never dies and you know the how much he was willing to to basically sell out. Just so like it, just so he could get the get the championship, you know, you know, sacrificing his friendship with with Kreese because you know Kreese did did use the Vietnam 
him, uh, you know, him saving uh, Silver's in Vietnam all the time. He always had that hanging over his head, which Silver was right. I mean, he everything he said in that speech was right. Like John Kreese was his weakness, you know, in a sense. He uh, and and Kreese was right too. He was his strength. It was like he was his strength and his weakness. And 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 um, Kreese's weakness is Johnny Lawrence. You know, he was that strict father figure you know to 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 johnny lawrence yeah. you know he you know in his weird way crease crease cares about johnny if that sounds weird like i guess in a weird way he, he kind of loves him in a way but in a weird way but he's just that 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 soccer mom you know that that you know that parent that's like you know I'm just I want I want you to live vicariously to me and I'm just going to you know just be this I don't know you know horrible parent like you know not letting you know Johnny flourish you know and, and that was the evidence of uh you know Karate Kid 2 which was basically a deleted scene from Karate Kid 1 which would have been the the alternate ending you know after they lost to Daniel Crease lost it and, and and was attacking, attacking um, you know Johnny, you know, um, but but yeah, other than that, like um, it was it was just a phenomenal, phenomenal season. Looking forward to you know, to seeing season five. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I if there's anything else I haven't touched upon. Because I mean, you 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 basically said everything I was thinking anyway. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's about it um, that I that I haven't uh, covered. I mean, you know, Cobra Kai wise, but yeah, phenomenal season. Can't wait for season five. Technically, they did tape season five, but you know, they're gonna milk it. They're gonna make us wait, wait it out. You know, to 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 watch it. You know. Basically, towards the end of the year. So, and, and uh, Terry Silvers is, is was bragging that season five is even better than season four. I mean, it, it's impossible. I would say it's impossible, but every year they deliver. So, I mean, that just shows you what happened when you have diehard fans involved with the process of, you know, a show from a, an establishing franchise, film franchise in this case. And it shows, you know, you got the fan, the fan service um, callbacks, which to me is a great thing. I, I know some people think, oh, fan service, ooh, is a bad thing, ooh. but to me, it's you know, it, you know, it's basically rewarding your fans, you know, with Easter eggs and characters that they want to see, dream matches, you know, you know, interactions with with, with characters within the whole. Karate Kid mythology. I mean, and then of course you, like you said, uh, Julie Pierce might re- might return season five, maybe, or maybe even season six. You know, and um, you know you'll see her and Daniel interacting. It's kind of, you know, yeah, it's, it, it would be is a what if situ- situation. You know, um, and uh, you know I look forward to that. You know, hopefully we'll we'll we will see that come into fruition in the near future. Um, 
But yeah, uh, yeah, I guess that's that's about it. I mean, I guess uh, you know, in AEW they had um, Sammy Guevara beat um, Cody Rhodes um, in the Bachelor of the Beach to um, become the you know the undisputed um, TNT champion. Um, I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, Jay Cargill. She she won uh, the 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 TBS title. Um, yeah, just and, and then on on uh on the um the what was it the I'm trying to remember the show now um Rampage like see the, oh, Rampage. they just uh you know Adam Cole you know declares that he's gonna you know compete for the he's gonna be a, a AEW champion one day so you know that that's something to definitely look forward to and a challenge for Adam Page in the future. But, um, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I guess that's all she wrote for today. Next week we'll we'll give our predictions for the, the Super Bowl. Maybe if we have time we'll, we'll uh, you know, we'll give our, you know, spoilers about the, the Book of Boba season that's going to end on Wednesday. And, you know, whatever surprises we have in store for you guys. So, um, you know, he's McCauley Matthew. I'm William Ramon, and I'll see you guys next week. So please feel free to check out next week's episode. Same time, Saturday at 11. Um, check out my YouTube channel, Sports of Religion TV, and I'll see you guys next week. So, again, I'm William Ramon. He's McCauley Matthew, and I'll see you guys next time, which will be next week. Peace. <laughs>